and welcome back to a brand new episode of, I was going to say Ash vs. Evil Dead, but what I really wanted to say was Dead by Danny, okay? The only podcast on the whole goddamn internet where me, your host Danny, who just got a text from Dylan, the rogue soul, listen to his new music. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever music is found. And I lost my train of thought. Where I watch Evil Dead 2 every goddamn day and record a podcast about half an hour long after I do so. And upload it to wherever your ears are listening to me right now. Everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, <laughs> uh, which is iTunes, you know, Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, everywhere. You know, Google Podcasts, I think. No one uses that. But, you know, I'm on there just in case. Um... And yeah, uh, as you, and, and it's the only podcast on the entire internet where that happens. And it's every single day for 30 days. I've already, I mean, this is off the rails. I, I've, I've, been, I've been talking for a minute and none of it has made any sense. And that's because I got this message from Rogue Soul, listen to his music. And I, I've been trying to text and speak at the same time. And that, that it proves to be difficult for my feeble, small moron brain. Um, I'm going to put this down. That being said... <laughs> Yes, I did watch Evil Dead 2 today, obviously. Uh, it, it, it comes in handy when I literally do all of my homework, uh, regular work work, record this podcast, eat, and entertain myself all from the same room where I can spit and accidentally hit my Evil Dead 2, my Evil Dead trilogy VHS cases, you know? They're all stacked in the same pile. <laughs> So really, to do this, all I have to do is stand up, walk about five feet, and then press play on the VCR because after I watch any of my VHSs, I rewind it at the very end so I don't have to do it. Um, so I don't have to do it the next time. And did you know that on, uh, on the 19th of April, I didn't know this, on 1943, some Swiss dude discovered the psycho psychedelic properties of LSD. Now, had I known this, and had I been interested in any psychedelic drugs, because I'm not, okay, I'm a, I'm a good boy, uh, that would have been a very interesting topic of the episode. But it wasn't. I, th I think I talked about Ash vs. Evil Dead 2 that day, which, you know what, that being said, psychedelic enough. <laughs> But yeah, I, I did watch the VHS. I've been watching the VHS every... I think I've been watching it every day since the 420 episode. Because I, I watched it for the 420 episode. And uh, if you listen to that episode, you know how that went. Uh, I was very entertained. Very entertained. <laughs> and, and yeah, and right after, I did something I haven't done since the first time. I popped these VHSs in during this quarantine, which is the two viewings before I started this podcast. I started this podcast the third viewing within a week. The first viewing of that week, I uh, popped in Evil Dead 2, and then once that finished, I rewinded the tape, popped that bitch out, and then I popped in Evil Dead 3, Army of Darkness, or as it was originally me meant to be called, and what I think probably is a significantly better name it would have been amazing was it was supposed to be called the medieval dead 
And when I found that out, much like a lot of things about this movie, um, <laughs> I was I was disappointed, <laughs> and I was really wondering about what could have been. <laughs> that being said, I did really enjoy it, and I did really enjoy watching Evil Dead Two today. Uh, that also being said, I always enjoy watching Evil Dead Two, and that also also being said, I'm enjoying it less and less the more I do this fucking podcast. <laughs> And uh, yesterday, uh, I was I was very down in a bad mood, and I was sad because technically, there's no new Evil Dead content for me to consume ever. Really, again, I've read the comic books, I've seen all the movies, I watched the TV shows, and I've done it all several times now, except the TV shows, except season one. I did watch a couple times, but that's because I forgot what happened, and I was watching the show years after I first watched it. But I digress, as I normally do on this podcast. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I watch Evil Dead 2 every single day, and I digress most of the time. This podcast is supposed to be a review of Evil Dead 2 every single day, but as you could probably tell by the title of this podcast, I'm going to be reviewing Army of Darkness for most of it, because there's only so much you can talk about when you're talking about Evil Dead 2, okay? Just because I watch... Evil Dead 2 is kind of like the framing... Uh, object of this podcast yeah it's in the title I watch it every day have it inked on my arm but for the most part I kind of just talk about everything but Evil Dead 2 <laughs> it just gives me an excuse to talk about the Evil Dead franchise as a whole and the characters and the people involved in it and the things that surrounded it which is a good framing device you know I'm not I'm not knocking it I do I do think it is a worthwhile framing device to use for, to give me an excuse to talk about something I'm clearly uh, a lot more passionate about than uh, a lot of people, I guess, you know, uh, clearly, because most people don't give a shit. <laughs> no one's listening to the podcast. And whenever I... Uh, Whenever I post on Instagram about Evil Dead, that's not my highest performing posts, you know. Uh, certain posts perform higher than others, but when you're in a creative rut and the only thing you can really think of because you're really shoving it down your own throat every single day is uh, Evil Dead, it's hard to not post about Evil Dead. So instead, you just don't post at all. And when you do post, it's about Evil Dead and it doesn't perform well. But then you realize it doesn't really matter because it's just numbers and, and hearts on an Instagram page. And you've been doing it for like six years and you had your respect at one point and you were one of the big boys maybe maybe a couple of years ago. But since you haven't really grown since then, the rest of the community has evolved and you haven't really and you've really only changed to suit your own needs. Really, the only people who care about what you're posting is you. And that's really what makes it fun to begin with. Making the posts and making the jokes and doing the content and staying creative in the tough times like this. Which is why I do this podcast, ultimately. With uh, ratings in the single digits, or, oh, well, we hit the double digits, I guess, a couple days ago. Halfway through the podcast, this is episode 15, right? That's crazy. Um, I, I kind of, I essentially realized only like a couple episodes in that I don't really give a shit if this podcast performs. I'm not, even though there's an ad read at the start, that's really just because I kind of have to have that there for my platform that I'm on. Um, not planning on doing anything with this. I just find it fun. And this will always be there on the internet, you know? Uh, if 
if someone maybe down the line discovers this podcast and is maybe like a mini me and is obsessed with Evil Dead 2 as I am, uh, maybe you'll stick around. Maybe you'll reach out to me in a, whenever a couple years and be like, yo, just hit episode 15 of your podcast. Uh, it's awful, but it's the only Evil Dead podcast where a guy watches Evil Dead 2 every single day for a month. And if that happens just once, I would have succeeded. That being said, again, I say that a lot. That being said, um, we're roughly 10 minutes into the podcast, and I haven't really spoken about Army of Darkness. Now, I love Army of Darkness. Don't get me wrong. Typically, on a, on a normal day, on a normal part of the year, on a normal lazy Saturday where I'm, I was sitting in my apartment and uh, I was sad because no one wanted to hang out with me. No one wanted to go out with me to do something fun. And I'm alone. I uh, kick back and I would throw Evil Dead 2 in the Xbox and I would just watch it on the television. And then after that, typically on a normal, normal one of those uh, days, which those days happened a lot, <laughs> you know, I don't really have many friends. Why do you think I talk to myself on this podcast and for 30 minutes every day? I uh, I would just chase it with Army of Darkness, give myself a good uh, belly laugh and go to bed. Sometimes uh, I would I would do one of those sessions with the aid of uh, of 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 other substances, but usually I would just you know order Domino's and get a Coca Cola. Like, it would be very rare. It's very, very, very rare that I consume any substances. I'm, I, I'm not against them. I just don't personally like them that much. But um, I think that 420 episode got me uh, wired up differently. These past couple of days, I've referenced that a little too much. But that being said, I, I, I guess... What what I'm trying to get at is that I typically really enjoy watching Army of Darkness, and I love it, and it's very funny to me. But it is the, uh, aside from Evil Dead 2013, it is the one of the original trilogy I have the most problems with, you know? I think the first one, uh, the first one inspires me endlessly. I, every time I watch the first one, I forget how much I love it, and I forget how much it means to me, and, and the emotional impact that it, I feel when I watch it and seeing the scrappiness and the creativeness and all of the shit Raimi did to get that done and what he did with what little he had, it really, really inspires me. However, I don't know that the first Evil Dead is as rewatchable as any of the other ones. So typically on a normal session, I don't watch the first one. I just watch the second two. Evil Dead 2 is something that I somehow still enjoy watching even though I've watched it so many times that any other movie by this point I would hate um there's many elements of that film that I love and will never not find entertaining you know um there's it's a tone that is rarely actually achieved by any filmmaker in a in a in a well-executed manner. It's a tone that most horror filmmakers don't even attempt to achieve, okay? And and, it, and it's very, very, very entertaining and hilarious and fun to watch for that reason. Army of Darkness is similarly not a typical film, you know? It's a medieval, like, swords and sandals film with 
slapstick comedy and uh, some horror elements, which is, huh? Like <laughs> it, it's not, there are other comedic medieval films. Shit. Some of the funniest films ever are medieval comedy films, you know, like the Holy Grail is just a masterpiece. And similar to the Holy Grail, this film is also about King Arthur. So, um, yeah, I mean, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. There's a lot of films that are set in this kind of era uh, of, of like King Arthur and in, in this kind of like mid, like, I don't know what the, like medieval times, this kind of post-millennium Europe, like early post-millennium Europe. And they're funny. And it that for that reason, Army of Darkness doesn't feel as special, I guess, as the first, as the second one, you know? Um, the first one feels, even though that film has been done a hundred times since, feels special because it was the first. Second one feels special because there hasn't been anything like it. The third one feels special because it's, I find it really funny and it has set a tone for what we uh, affiliate with Evil Dead and Ash Williams himself. So in this film, uh, very different from the first two films, uh, Ash is a lot more of a quipping, loudmouth, smartass, uh, idiot, douchebag, like funny, comedic, leading man, hero type of character. And he's definitely, he's definitely not that in the first film. Second film, he probably only has like two pages worth of dialogue, you know, maybe just, uh, I don't know, like a page and a half worth of dialogue. And in this film, he's, he's constantly talking, he's being rude to people. And, and that's not to say that it's a bad thing. That's, that's the Ash that is, you know, the one we all know. That's the Ash that we typically affiliate with the Evil Dead franchise. He's the quipping douchebag kind of misogynistic guy but um for that reason it's just different you know it, it's not it's not bad I, I actually really like uh i really like ash as he is currently and we have to have army of darkness to get the ash that we have now this movie much like the first much like the last one retcons the uh ending of the previous film because rather than being hailed as a hero ash is uh viewed as a traitor from the army of uh, Henry the Red or something like that. And King Arthur brings him in, throws him in the pit. Um, he eventually proves himself to be a real, real badass. And then one of my, one, one of, I'm not going to say one of my favorite scenes. I say that too much and I'm going to reserve that for a scene later in the flick, but in a, a fantastic scene, Ash shows off his boomstick and he, he, he delivers one of the greatest lines in the franchise where he tells him, this is my boomstick. He reads off a bunch of uh, specifications of, of the gun. And uh, he says, you can get one of these at your local S-Mart. And remember, shop smart, shop S-Mart. You got it! And that's always great. I don't know. The S-Mart thing is always something I find really, really funny. Even though it's really only in this movie. But I just love the S-Mart thing. It's just... Uh, it's great. <laughs> There's also uh, after that 
he's kind of hailed as like this this badass. He he's not necessarily the king. He leaves that to Arthur, but uh, but essentially, uh, he he's he realizes he has to go get the Necronomicon to send himself back. Uh, there's a dope ass montage, <laughs> very similar to the Second Evil Dead. We'll talk about that when we get to groovy time. Oh, what? Oh, I said the word. Yep. Well, I guess we're in groovy time. <laughs> this groovy time in Army of Darkness is a lot earlier in the film than the other groovy time. So um, I guess I'll talk about it now. Uh, I, I love groovy time. First groovy time when I was watching Evil Dead 2 gave me a smile. Didn't really, uh, wasn't paying as close attention as I normally uh, should, you know, or do on other days. But uh, yeah, gave me a smile. Army of Darkness, considering I haven't seen this movie as many times as Evil Dead 2, I was paying more attention at this point. <laughs> so when he said groovy, big old grin, I actually have the uh, 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 gif or gif or whatever you want to call it of uh, Ash saying groovy from Army of Darkness as my background in Zoom. So like when I'm in Zoom calls for, for work or school. I have that little little GIF GIF playing in the background, so so that's fun, you know. Um, it's odd having a groovy time around the sixteen minute mark, but that'll be uh, what it is, you know. <laughs> From there, he goes off on on uh, on his horses, and he goes off with the wise man who tells him when he finds the Necronomicon, to safely open it, he has to say the words "Klatu Verata Niktu." And uh, Ash just kind of yells at him, you know, being an asshole. He's like, I got it. I got it. Goes off. Um, my mind is kind of cloudy as to what happens immediately after he goes off. But he eventually is chased into a windmill where uh, a lot, a lot of... Uh, slapstick hijinks occur which is where a lot of people start to not like this movie as much i personally find it very entertaining and funny when ash is skidding across the floor making the noises of the three stooges poking himself in the eye i find it fun but i can see why some people won't like it you know especially because this movie is not a horror movie at all and a lot of horror fans don't appreciate that. That being said, I do, you know, to a degree. Because after Ash fights a little mini versions of himself and the, Gulliver tra the Gullivers travels him to the floor, uh, one of them jumps into his stomach in one of the few horror scenes in the film. Uh, a, a parasite starts growing out of Ash's shoulder. And uh, very, I, I find the, the sequence where... Bad Ash is born and separates from uh, regular Ash to be very funny. Um, up until one scene I don't particularly care for, which is when Ash puts the shotgun in Bad Ash's face, shoots him. Somehow, Bad Ash just kind of does a backflip and is not injured by the shotgun to the face, point blank. Um... I know why he didn't die, because he has to be the main villain. But uh, I don't... That, I don't 
every time that scene happens in this film, I don't really particularly care for it. <laughs> and then uh, one of what I think is Ash's worst lines in the entire trilogy is when he steps forward and he goes, good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun. It's bad. <laughs> it's, that's not a good line. It doesn't make any sense. I never understood that line. And uh, with my endless enthusiasm about these movies, you know, even when I was first watching them and when I was re-watching them for fun and laughing out loud and everything, whenever that scene comes up, I always just kind of think like, this has to be funny somehow, right? What is he saying? And then in an homage to the first Evil Dead, he clamps down Bad Ash with all the same sound effects and chops him to pieces and throws him in a grave with the cross on top. Um, it's all, you know, good fun or whatever. Uh, then he goes off to the graveyard where this is what I think might be one of the funniest scenes in anything ever, especially in the series. It's when he goes up to the Necronomicons and after you know a couple hijinks with the first couple Necronomicons, he realizes, okay, this is the real Necronomicon, but he remembers he has to say something. <laughs> oh man, and I I actually like not not making this up or anything. As a part of my tattoo collection on my my arms, I was gonna cover them both. I was gonna get two sleeves, and I already have a groovy tattoo, and I was already gonna get. The uh, this is my boomstick, like the ash holding up the boomstick in front of the castle, you know, that, that iconic kind of stance with the chainsaw in his hand. I was going to get that nice and big, you know, on my bicep. And as a part of this whole uh, this whole collection I'm building, I wanted to somehow integrate a reference to this scene on that, you know, <laughs> because ash. Because he told the wise man to shut up and didn't really listen to what words he had to say, doesn't remember the words he has to say to safely open up the Necronomicon. So he stands up there and he goes, Klaatu! Verada! <coughs> and uh, as he can't remember the word, the third word, he says, uh, Nickel, what is it? What is it? I know it's an N-word. What's the N-word? What's the N-word? And whenever we get to that part, whenever he starts saying that, I know it's supposed to be innocent. And this movie's not supposed to be, you know, explicit or anything, even though the director's cut has boobies and blood and stuff, um, which is not the cut I saw today. Maybe I'll speak on that another episode. Um, every time he says, like, what's the N-word? I forgot what the N-word was. And I think just by me saying it now, you can kind of think where I'm going with this. It's just... Okay. <laughs> It's kind of funny hearing him say that because it's like, ooh, you know, just the just the phrase, the N word is very. Uh, I don't know about that one, chief, you know, <laughs> but uh, he doesn't remember it. He thinks he got it. So um, he grabs the Necronomicon and just dips a couple more skeletal hijinks occur. He gets back on his horse and rushes back to Castle Kandor, where uh, Lord Arthur and his men are. Also, one thing he didn't notice is that Evil Ash, uh, or Bad Ash, or whatever, uh, rose from the dead when he brought the Necronomicon without saying the words properly. Uh-oh. And I'm pretty sure he also uh, possesses Sheila at this point. 
I think. I don't remember exactly, and I'm I'm recording this podcast after watching this movie. My memory is shit. It's late. You know, I don't care. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, and um, after that, I'm pretty sure the first clear, explicit use of the word fuck is uttered in this scene where Ash is returning to the castle. Because I know... Annie says fuck at one point in Evil Dead 2, but you can barely hear it. You know, you can get away with that in a PG movie because she just kind of just, like, you can barely make it out. The only reason why I know what's there is because I've seen it so many fucking times. But, but yeah, he, he, he says, get the fuck out of my face. And in a very clear as day way. <laughs> and every time I get to that part, I'm like, wow. <laughs> the first clear fuck in the Evil Dead franchise. Who would have thought? Especially because Ash versus Evil Dead. Fuck is like every other word in that television show. But yeah, after after that, essentially, the third act is a battle, medieval battle, which is actually genuinely really competently made. And I think the people who make Game of Thrones could have learned a thing or two, you know, from Sam Raimi, because he knows a thing or two about doing a competent, uh, engaging medieval battle that is both funny and has stakes, and is entertaining to watch, and clear, and people die, you know? Too bad uh, Too bad the fellas over at Game of Thrones when they were writing the last season hadn't seen this movie. <laughs> and that's my shade of the day, I guess. Uh, after that, after the battle culminates in a... In a well, essentially, they, they win the battle because Ash invents gunpowder in the 1300s. That is hilarious. That is so funny to me <laughs> that Ash is sitting there. And the first time I was watching this movie, I was like, wait a second. Is Ash about to invent guns? Like when, when, when I started to get the sense that he was going to invent explosives, I was thinking he's going to invent bullets that are essentially going to teach the people of them to build guns. And then they effectively attach uh, shotgun shells to the end of arrows, which is basically a gun, you know, it's just a manual action gun. <laughs> so Ash in, in like napalm too, like there's like airstrikes and shit. He just like invented gunpowder warfare in the 1300s. And that is funny. That is just funny. No matter how way you spin that. No matter what way you try to tell me uh, that isn't funny, it is funny, you know? And when I was 11 years old and I was reading King Arthur and his Knights of the Round Table, I damn sure would have liked to know that the hero who comes from the sky to deliver us from the terrors of the Deadites, you know, invented guns. <laughs> That's something I would have wanted to know. Uh, this is, I'm tired, dude. I'm just sleepy. So, uh, at the end of the day, they win the battle. He gets the girl. He does the whole thing. He saves the, the castle and they offer him to be king, but he denies it because he wants to go back to his own time, which he does. And he relays this message to, uh, his friend, Ted Raimi. And I don't know what that character is, um... I don't know what that character is 
supposed to be named. Uh, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he is supposed to be Chet from Ash vs. Evil Dead. Even though he was only introduced in, um, in the television show. And I'm looking at something right now on this website uh, <laughs> that says Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Is what? Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I... Uh, it's... Uh, uh, <laughs> what? What? I have an episode about that. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> More content. Oh, uh, wow. That is... I'm going to buy those. There's two of them. Uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. And then Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. The Nightmare Warriors. I'm going to buy those. Okay. And then there's Evil Dead 2 Beyond Dead by Dawn. Bro, you know, I, I, I was thinking the other day that I've run out of topics for this podcast. I got a whole shit ton of these comics that I haven't read before. I've read Marvel Zombies versus Army of Darkness. Maybe I'll dedicate an episode of that. Oh my God, there are so many fucking comic books I could read. Oh my God. Okay, um, back to what I was talking about. <laughs> Ash is talking to Chet, <laughs> Ted Raimi, at the S-Mart about his adventures in medieval times. And then that's when a deadite spawns and offers to swallow his soul kindly. And then she asks who he is. And he's like, hi, I'm Ash from Hardware. You know, it's a funny, iconic line or whatever. He tells her to come get some, which is something I quote at the end of this podcast. I bet you didn't even... Oh, wow, I just did a hiccup. I'm sorry. I bet you didn't even... Oh, there's another one. Oh, my God. I bet you didn't even realize at the end of the episode, I wasn't even quoting Evil Dead 2 in the first half of that line. I was quoting Evil Dead 3, and then I quoted Evil Dead 2 when I say swallow this. But that's besides the point, okay? Because Ash... Then says, hail to the king, baby, and then kisses the girl, you know? Just the girl who works at the store. <laughs> oh, God. You hear that? Oh, my God. I think that's a sign I should end the podcast. I have a couple more notes I want to talk about, though. Um, for one, I forgot what I was going to talk about. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> says, come get some. Hail to the king, baby. I don't remember what I was going to talk about. I'm a fucking idiot. You know what? I'll remember next episode. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at DCR Films. This is really going off the rails. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Dan Reguino. And if you want to listen to more of this podcast... You can find us wherever podcasts are found, but we are hosted on anchor.fm slash dead by Danny. Okay. You capiche. And, uh, I would really appreciate it. Okay. If you told your friends to come get some and swallow this podcast. All right. See you guys tomorrow.